You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And it was 365 days ago. It was around 9.30 a.m. And I was texting with a friend that I was excited that this is the most amount of ETH that I'd moved into my MetaMask wallet. I actually remember the day before being excited because I, I had planned out because I was reading all of the materials and it said, you know, make sure you, you don't have your seven day hold. And so I, I moved my, my coins over to Coinbase and then I, I, I converted my Coinbase into Ethereum. And then I, I, I transferred my Ethereum. First, I transferred a little bit because, you know, it's my first time and I was, I was excited. And I, uh, I transferred the, the first little bit and it worked. And I was like, all right, here we go. I transferred the rest of my ETH over, and it was that morning. It was at 9.30 in the morning, and I was, I was excited. I was in Discord uh, the day before. I had read up on the traits. I had read up on you know, the plan, and for me, I tell you what, you know, it, was, it was like, man, this seems like a, a no-brainer. It, this is just, you know, I, I've been... I've been following this guy since 2012. I got to get to know him, you know, personally in 2014 and get some one-on-one time and and you know, was a fan and then, you know, a believer and also, you know, someone that, you know, that respected, you know, the the game and and knew that, you know, he was giving me uh you know, the attention and maybe that attention I didn't deserve and man, it was an exciting day and and I remember uh, there were some hiccups on this day, 365 days ago, and and because this person that you know leads this project is very transparent and open, and kind of leaves you know leads from his uh, his heart on his sleeve, he he like put out and said, "Hey, don't worry, we're working on the tech side," you know, and and it was it was this day a year ago that I was beyond excited to ape in to mint in to mint my first like big NFT. Yeah, May 11th, 2021. I was about to mint that biggest NFT. Then I got in my head. And I saw that they were people were starting to mint and people were asking questions on, on Twitter and in the Discord. And I started thinking, man, this is a lot of money. This is a, a big decision and you know, I, I don't consider myself like a, you know, big into crypto, although, you know, I'm a believer and I have more books on my, on my bookshelf from this author than I do anyone else. I was worried that I hadn't done enough research, that I wasn't prepared enough 
to lean in. I didn't really understand the secondary market on NFTs because although I had bought an NFT prior to this day a year ago, it was more of like a, a donation NFT. I wasn't one that was uh, one that I had, you know, was like, okay, this is the one I'm going to have. I mean, if, even if you look at my Coinbase, my original Coinbase account, you know, it was, I had one that was created in, in 2020. Uh, and then I, you know, my OpenSea account was created around this, right, this, this week, a year ago. And I remember, you know, like there was lots of different options and things seemed a little bit more complex, which I kind of liked because for me, this was, this was different and it was kind of aligned perfectly. And I'm sure most of you are, are figuring out who I'm talking about or what I'm talking about by now. But for those that are not, it was one year ago today that Gary Vaynerchuk launched vFriends. And it was one year ago today that I did not press the damn button. But the story and the moral of this isn't the mistake I made, but it's actually what I believe a lot of you are also in this on this journey. For me, yes, I didn't press the damn button. I didn't buy a vFriends one. And I'll tell you over the next 12 days a year ago, because I believe it took 13 days for it to originally sell out. I was watching them and I was second guessing myself and I kept telling myself, do I, I go in with one Gary V V friends or do I divide it up and jump into five projects so I can get to know more NFT collections, not just be stuck in like kind of the, the Gary V ecosystem. And then I remember towards the end, the, the gift goat was the only one that was left. It was kind of the, um, well, it was the, it wasn't the goat. It was the last kid picked in, in dodgeball. And I remember, I believe it was in a clubhouse room that Gary Vaynerchuk jumped in there and I was listening and he was like, I'm going to make everyone regret and pay for not seeing the value of this gift goat. And I believe it was five ETH. And at the time, ETH was pretty steep. I believe it was uh, upper 3000, maybe been at 4,000, right? So it was about an $18,000, $20,000 purchase. And that was outside of my, uh, of my means. And I actually reached out to a friend and I said, Hey, let's the two of us combine our ETH and jump in on this gift goat. And he asked a simple question. Uh, this, uh, friend of mine, uh, who will be, you know, we will leave unnamed. He just is like, Fanzo, if you didn't buy in the first like last 13 days, why didn't you buy it? Why do you think it's better to buy it now? And I was like, shit, you know, I think you're right. I think, I, I think this is a FOMO for me. I'm, I'm not going to make this decision. I'm not going to jump in. Now for many, they can look at that story as like a, like a woe is me must be nice for those that jumped in early. But actually I think of the story a little bit differently than that because a couple months later, Gary launched his book, 12 and a half. And when he put out and said, hey, for those that buy 12 and a half, the book for everyone that buys 12, we're going to give you an NFT and I'm going to make this NFT valuable and it's going to be something that people are going to want to collect and there's going to be its own games kind of outside of vFriends but within the vFriends ecosystem. I remember like that day, I went and bought two cases. I bought I bought 24 of of. 12 and a half. And then I got excited and I went and bought 12 
I went and bought 24 more. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get four book games. I'm going to, I'm going to jump into four book games, uh, you know, NFTs and I'm going to have all these books. I'm going to have these 48 books, uh, to hold. And at the time it wasn't a matter of like, woe is me or like, man, I wish I got into V friends series one. It was, man, I think I made the right decision because rather than me really just drinking only the Gary V Kool-Aid, I got to watch from afar and from the outside. And, and yes, I look back and be like, man, I can't believe I didn't pull the trigger. I've known, you know, Gary for, for so long, but at the same time, I will say it, it, it's also part of who I am in my journey. And so I jumped in, of course, on, on book games and, and then, you know, a couple months ago, two months ago or a month ago, you know, Gary dropped V Friends series two and there was a raffle and um, you had a 22 or 28 percent chance of getting uh, in the raffle to mint a V Friends series two uh, if you had a book games. And I was very blessed and, and, and lucky to have won the raffle and was able to mint uh, my V Friends series two. And I have the uh, entrepreneur elf uh, is the one that I was was able to actually mint. But you know, as I think about this year, and I, you know what I really do is I, I really think back, you know, it's funny, I think back to me a year ago, unsure about NFTs as a whole, not really ready to commit that amount of money. You know, it was, I believe I had moved over, you know, 6,500, 7,000 USD into ETH so that I could buy this, uh, you know, NFT. And I think it's easy for us to live in like the regret must be nice. woe is me kind of arena. But I think it's also important for us to recognize that like oftentimes some of the decisions we don't make end up being some of the best decisions we will ever have. And I will relate that and remix this to my days in poker. But before I do that, for those that are playing along at home with our proof of podcast, today's proof of podcast word is remix. So jump over to nft365podcast.com slash P-O-P. Put in remix. Remix is today's word. That'll be one of the four words you need this month to qualify for your free NFT for, you know, just reward all of you super fans. And so as I kind of remix this into poker and I connect and, you know, a big happy birthday to V friends, uh, shout out to Gary V, uh, Gary love to have you on the podcast. Uh, I've made the ask, you know, this, uh, I'm also very blessed. Uh, you know, I was, I was gifted a VCon ticket from Scott who is one of the awesome holders over on rally. Uh, he's a creator, a dev, he's helping build out the rally, uh, NFT marketplace and, and uh, mad love for you, Scott. And I'm excited to attend V Friends or VCon um, in a couple of weeks. But the reason I, I say all of this is because I, in poker, they often will say things like, if you make a good fold and you find out that you were beat, right? Let's say, you know, the you have pocket kings and the board in Texas Hold'em comes down with like an ace and two hearts, and you decide to fold your pocket kings because you believe that person you're playing probably, you know, called your preflop bet with ace king. And when that person flips over and shows you that ace king that they had and you're like, "Man, 
I got away from Kings there. You, what we usually refer to that is like, now you're playing with house money because you got away from a hand in many cases that most people wouldn't. But it's so interesting because it's really those decisions that we don't make, the times that we don't go all in, the times that we don't make the splash, the times where we don't overclick or overcalculate that are probably some of the best decisions that we make in life. We just don't look back and realize that, right? The times where you decided to, you know, not, you know, go on this trip or the time you decided to save money rather than going on vacation or the times you decided to, you know, for me growing up, like I was the king of, if I made a bad decision, I was going to get caught. Like I, like the very first time that I like really sped on the inter- interstate, I got a reckless driving ticket. Like that was just me. Like I, 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 I was a, I was, I was, I get to say like, I, I'm one that like, wasn't afraid to push the limits. I know my parents would say that in a heartbeat, but I was also not, I, I, I worked really hard at not disappointing my parents. I'm very blessed. My, my parents, uh, are amazing role models and humans in my life. And, and I say all this because, you know, it's kind of wild, you know, this is May 11th and, you know, we started this on November 11th. So technically this is like our six month anniversary, but not technically. So I guess this is this is the non-technical six-month anniversary because really if we divide the 365 days in half, that anniversary is actually on May 14th in a couple of days. But it's been a wild ride for me for this year because really a year ago today, a year ago, I made a decision not to get into something. And the truth is a lot of us are going to make decisions that or we're going to be put in that place where we have to make these decisions. And I will say, you know, we, we, this was before I coined to do your own damn research. And I will tell you, I did so much damn research. And for anyone that wasn't a part of that V friends launch, Gary and his team put out some amazing content, amazing content on how to set up your wallet, how to put ETH in there, what gas prices were, what what the different NFT components were. I mean, in my opinion, that was the genius of that launch. And still, celebrities and, and big names still haven't figured that out for what Gary did back then um, with VFriends and his play for VCon, right? And a year ago when he was saying he's going to have this this event only for VCon holders and those that hold V friends. Like he didn't say at the time, he's like, if you have a V friend, you're going to get into this event. You know, he added the utility later that he airdropped five VCon tickets to everyone that had a series one V friends. And they also have a, a value on it. So not only do you have the, the value of the secondary market of your NFT that you have and the utility that's involved with it, but you also now have five uh, VCon tickets that you're able to sell or give away or, or whatever that may be. And, and I think back about this year and I think back, you know, the summer last summer and, you know, for me, I don't really suffer from the FOMO after the fact, like I will FOMO into things, but FOMO, like being like, man, I, I feel like I missed out. Like I like regret that. I don't, I don't look at things that way. What I look at is like, okay, what now can I do about it? Right. And I will say for a good while, I was trying to flip up to get about 13 or 15 ETH so that I could buy a V friend series one because I wanted to jump back in. And then I got this little like itch that I said, you know what? I'm not going to buy into series one 
And so I mint series two. And it's kind of been a, not only a wild ride this year, but it's, it's just a lesson I think for what I wanted to kind of share is that, you know, no matter what you decide to do with NFTs or crypto or web three, you know, you're not too late to the game and no decision is final or finite. You know, I am a big believer in pressing the damn button, taking risks, but I'm also a big believer in understanding what is best for you and not letting someone else tell you what is best. And I remember, you know, I ran into Gary, uh, it was, it was in September of last year at an event and Gary came up to me and he was like, man, I'm so glad that you're jumping into the, the NFT space. And it was a quick encounter. And he's like, you got yourself a V friends, right? And I looked at him and I said, nope, I didn't get one. And I remember he was kind of walking away and he's like, you've got to be kidding me. How did you not get one? And I remember that feeling of like, he's kind of right. Like, how did I not pull that trigger? But in context, like, I didn't pull the trigger because at the time, I like, I wasn't ready. And so don't let anyone peer pressure you. Don't let anyone tell you what you have to do, what you don't have to do. You know, with this podcast, I didn't want to plead into the one percenters. I didn't want to tell you that you had to get a, uh, an NFT to listen to my podcast. You know, the amount of people that reach out to me, I mean, this is like every day. And they're like, Fanzo, you know that's what you should do right now. You're giving away so much education. You should just gate the whole thing. Turn every day episode to say you can't listen to this podcast unless you have my NFT. And then for me, when I look back at like this journey that we've been on, buying an NFT every single day, doing the podcast episode every day, yeah, it's been six months of this, but it's been a year for me all in. Because here's the, the part of the story that you don't realize, that you didn't hear before, and you haven't heard before on this podcast, was this is a year ago today, after I moved my ETH into my wallet, I even went onto the Mint site and picked which one I was like, I wanted. I remember I was listening in the Discord audio, and I was excited, like all these, all, everybody else being excited. And I moved it over to my wallet, and then I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to do it. And this is what I told myself on that day. I said, if I'm not pulling the trigger now because I'm not educated enough, I don't know enough, and I'm not confident enough, I refuse to let that be the reason I don't press the damn button the next time. So a year ago today, kind of crazy to think about, getting a little bit um, emotional about it, I... I remember getting excited. Like I got pumped. I was like, you know what? I'm not ready. And the only person to blame was myself. And yeah, I could have taken the risk. Yeah, I could have floated. I already had the ETH there. But it was that day that I said, fool me once, Brian Fanzo. You're not ready today. But it's now on you. If there, another opportunity comes to you, if another project lands in your lap that you know that you should be a part of, and if not being educated and not being in the know is the reason that you are unable to pull the trigger. Shame on you, Fanzo. And I remember that day. It's kind of crazy like, to think about. Like, I remember running up my stairs here in my house. Uh, and that next morning, coming down and just being like, 
pumped, like really just motivated to jump into Web3 and jump into this space and being like, you know what? I'm just going to learn. I'm going to listen. I'm going to dive all in. I'm going to research. I'm going to read. I'm going to jump into Twitter spaces. I'm going to be on Clubhouse. And up until that time, I was spending a lot of time on Clubhouse talking. And I decided to spend a lot of time on Clubhouse listening, jumping into the rooms, listening to the bored apes. I remember listening to those with bored apes and them talking about, you know, how they're creating something different. And I remember just listening and, and, and playing along. And I remember thinking, you know what, like a couple months from now, I'm going to lean in and magic's going to happen. And I jumped into a couple projects. Crypto Dads was one of them that I spent a lot of time researching on. I still hold that original one that I, that I bought on mint day because it minted out too fast, so I didn't get to mint one, but I, I bought one with the Kobe jersey on the secondary. And the crazy cool part about this whole story and this whole year is it fits in directly with what I've been saying this whole time, is that the beauty of Web3, the beauty of NFTs, is there's no one way or no right way to play this game. The market can go up, the market can go down, but you know what's funny? The NFT projects that I've done the research on, that I believe in the founders and the people on, I don't care where the market's at. Like, honestly, the market impacts my crypto and my creator coin a hell of a lot more than it does my NFTs. Because I have no plans on selling. I have no plans on listing. I'm going to ride out these communities that I believe in. And yes, there's plenty of NFTs that I own that I'm flipping in and out of. But for me, this journey has been about self-discovery, about listening and learning and growing with others. And man, in the weirdest of ways, I know I wouldn't be where I am right now if I had pulled the trigger on that VFriends a year ago. I believe I would have been living and owning multiple view friends. I believe I, w- I would probably would have five or six V friends series one, but you know what? I wouldn't have the experiences and the exposure that all of these other projects and world have um, kind of provided me. And I'll just say the beauty of this world and this space is that you're not too late. You're not too early. And it's up to you to decide what's best for you. So when you hear do your own damn research, sometimes you're like, well, what does that even mean? Or you hear people say, you know, that we're early, you know, like, here's the truth, is that we all have to find our own path. And I'm so damn blessed that I had years of being an early adopter to recognize that when VFriends took off over the summer and people, it was, the floor price was rising and, and everyone was kind of bragging about their V friends. I didn't use it as regret. I used it as motivation. Motivation to be committed to what I told myself on that day, that I'm going to make sure that I am in the know and I know more than everyone else. I knew that I could lean in and and my experience on the blockchain, my background in cybersecurity was going to allow me this. And so I want everyone to recognize that you all have superpowers. There are things in your background and your experience that only you have. And the beauty of this is you have to be willing to be self-aware, to tap into that, to know what motivates you, what excites you. 
maybe buying the NFT for you gives you that financial connection and saying, oh, that would have committed me. For me, it was the opposite. It was the fact that I was locked in and loaded, ready, and did my research, but I wasn't prepared enough. And then I was going to fix that problem. I wasn't going to fix the problem. I couldn't go back and buy another VFriends on that first day. But I could fix the problem that was holding me back. And I believe we are all beautiful inside and out. We all have a story to tell, and we all are going to chart our own ways. But I just want you to recognize that it's okay if you feel like you missed an NFT project or that you're late to the game or that you're still figuring this whole thing out. We are all still figuring this whole damn thing out. But the thing that's not okay is living with just regret of what you didn't do and allowing that to be the, the, the lesson of the story. I promise for many of you, when you heard me started off this story, you're like, man, I feel bad for Fanzo. Like he was ready. Like I can't believe. No, don't feel bad for me. I'm grateful for what the decision is that I made because of where it's, it's provided me and where I'm at. And it's much like when people tell you, like, you know, you have to do what you love and love what you do. I actually think the missing equation to that is no matter what you're doing, find a way to love what you're doing. I think that's where the magic is. And so no matter where you're at in this journey, take an approach of learning listening, living in those moments, and you really have no idea where it could take you. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. Happy birthday, V-Friends. Happy, happy birthday.